The message you are about to listen to is brought to you by the Fountain of Life Church Hope Center. We believe that the Word of God has power through the Holy Spirit to cause remarkable changes in your life. And as you meditate and act on these words, your life will become a testimony. Recalibration has started. The things you were praying for has started happening. Not only will you hear of it, you will see it. Not only will you hear of it, you will see it. I feel like the ark that went to the house of Obed-Edom just started to manifest in this house. See, hey, see the promotion. You have not yet seen open doors yet. What you are about to experience. Listen, listen. It will take a multitude of Gentiles to ask which God is doing this. When he finishes what he is doing with your life, it will not just be evident to one man. And when you're my picture, people will gather and they will start to analyze your topic. That she be we saw her. She be we know the last time she came to borrow. She be we saw when she was out of job. She be we saw that his job is not progressing. How is he able to become all that God has called him to be? So here comes the glory of the Lord. Here comes the glory of the Lord. What is he doing? Sweeping in. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. says it is he that giveth thee power to make wealth so here comes the power of the Lord here comes the power of the Lord
Bible says, Tarry ye until you have been endued with. Let me tell you guys something. Some of us, you came into Christianity and they introduced you to the Christianity of power. And all day long, your prayer is, Lord, make me a conduit of your power. Because my world needs power. The reason why they go elter-skelter is because you have not introduced them to the God of power. So he says, tarry in this land until you have been endued with power. You know why that is important? The kingdom outside, they respond only to higher power. Do you understand me? It is foolishness for you to be a Christian and think that only mental acumen can bring your profit in. It is foolish. Some of the guys that have gone ahead of you, you don't know what they have used. So it is foolishness to think it's just by power. I mean, that is just by intellect. So what God is saying to you today is I am flooding this house. Can you raise your hands and receive it? Father, you are flooding this house with a demonstration of your power in the name of Jesus. See, ideas have not finished on earth. Innovations are still about to enter the earth that nobody has thought about. But it is a lock and open system. It is he who the Lord reveals it to that they become conduits. There is your next level will be hinged on a particular innovation that God is going to give you. And I tell you, the world has not heard it. Because the Bible says, eyes have not seen. Ears have not heard. It has not come to the understanding of man what God has planned for those that love him. But he says he has revealed it to them by his spirit. The Bible further says, the spirit searches all things. I was telling my wife that that scripture hit me in a new light. It means that how your industry that is down needs and, and it needs profiting. The secret of it is not beyond the reach of the Holy Ghost. How your life can matter in this downward trending generation is a secret that the Holy Spirit can search out for you. The Spirit searches all things. So I started getting into situations in my life where I was getting stuck. And I started to say, Holy Spirit, there is a wisdom. This is why you are my helper. When I have used everything here, I start to tap from there. So is somebody ready to receive innovation like never before? Ah, they will look at you funny. Because you'll be saying things that are above your age. They will be asking you, where did you get this type of wisdom from? Are you ready? Lift up your hands. You know when you lift up your hands, it's a sign of surrenderedness. It's not like as if you are catching anything with your hands. 
He's saying, Lord, this is a vessel. It is empty. Pour into it. Father Lord, I pray for every one of your children here that you launch them into dimensions untold. Innovation that the world is needing but they do not know how to tap into it. I pray that every single one right now there becomes a surge of innovation in their hearts in the name of Jesus. And this will not just be ideas that will be buried. The enablement to bring them to fusion. The men and women that will partner with it. The ordinances that you will set right for the penetration of this innovation. It will start to happen in the name of Jesus. In Jesus name. There is rest for somebody today. Ah yes, yes. Yes, there is rest for you. The Bible says, for there now remaineth a rest for the children of God. You see, the perks of serving Christ is that you do not need to hustle. The perks of serving Christ is that you do not need to toil. It was part of the redemptive package. So I pray over everyone. Toiling ceases in your life. Enter into the year of harvesting in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we worship you. Jam your hands together for Jesus and keep waiting. You may please be seated. Guys, recalibrate is upon us. You see, there are certain things that show signs of what God is about to do in a season. Number one is heavy affliction from the enemy. You know, the devil has been around longer than a lot of us. In fact, longer than most of us. I, I'm giving room for those of you that like to argue. with. So, what does that say? There's anything the devil understands. It's called trend analysis. He knows how God has worked with many generations. But you see the foolishness of the devil. Every generation, he loses. And he thinks that he can make up for it in the next generation. But forgetting that the Bible says, and I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. So upon our generation, he has afflicted. He comes with a lot of things. Social media came, wanted to take it with it. But in that same social media, power has risen. Because the propagation of the gospel has also went, has also gone with that too. So every time he sees a break forth in a generation, he comes with every affliction. Guys, you can't understand the types of battle we have fought from January the 1st. June the 1st, sorry. I, I knew that there's something that is breaking forth in this month of June. And I'm saying to someone, you will look at December and you will think about June and the gap, the variance will be like as if, and this is prophetic, the variance will be like four years apart. I will say it again. In December, 
you will look at June and the variance in your life, the, the, the extent of how God would have grown you in every area, it will look like something that can only happen within four years. God is so mindful of this house. So I want to beg of you, this is not where you take your Christianity with levity. This is where you go in. Ever a time where you should know your scriptures by your fingertips? It's now. It's now. Don't play church. The devil is going around seeking Christians that do not exercise power. Because those are the only ones he can get. Can't you see that Jesus had full power even in sleep? Meaning that anyone here that your sleep has been tormented even in sleep Jesus had power the Bible says they woke him up and they said do you not care that we die and in his waking he looked at the storm and he said caution peace be still even from sleep I'm trying to tell someone never again will the devil afflict your sleep because you have come into the understanding of your power of who Christ is for you. Never again. There was a dimension that the children of Israel, the disciples walked in. God wanted to do more and he needed an intellectual. There's somebody here. By the merits of your pursuit or by the thoughts of your desires, you want to be either like an academic or someone that is vast in knowledge. And it feels like as if there is a conflict between how do I chase being a bookie and how do I do this? God is saying you are very vital in the end time. I hear him say to you, I'm sending you to strange lands where you will need intellect to come in, but you will need my power to deliver them. So it makes sense when Paul will go to a place and he says, I don't come to you with eloquent words of man's wisdom, but with a demonstration of One of the things that I found out in this season is that scripture that says, even the lion shall be hungry. Even the young will grow weary. I've seen men of intellect not know what to do in situations. I've seen men that wrote books about the 14 steps and the 15 steps not know how to apply those steps to the deliverance of the people that they are reading their books. So you see how you need the demonstration of his power in your writing. I don't know who that person is. You are going to be, it's like God is going to be showing you knowledge, data, information. You will now be imparting on it revelation. 
Did somebody get that? Like you would speak their language, but it will not amplify it with wisdom that they cannot. Um, what's that word? Gainsay. You know, when we came in, I started to feel this very heavy burden of, the, of we being afflicted by our health. Let me tell you guys something. I wish above all things that you may prosper and be in what? Good health. Even as your what? And that is the word for this house. So I pray over everyone. It is not enough to have okay health. You are going to have good health. You see, what I'm hearing is you go to a doctor and they say, oh, this kind of thing is normal for your age. No. They will say that you have perfect health. Because the devil knows something. That if I cannot cheat you off revelation, maybe I can shorten your lifespan for manifestation. But he has lost that victory over your life. Because now you know. So for some of you, you take your health very seriously. Do you understand me? You are not taking it, you are not taking it serious because you are afraid. You are taking it before because the joy that is set before you, you know there's so much that you need to do. That by necessity, you need to live longer than 70. Except the Lord chooses to come. It becomes important that when you pray prayer of divine healing for yourself, it's not so that you can validate whether God answers prayers. It's somebody hearing me. Jesus was not in doubt when he cursed the fig tree. It was the disciples. Because he cursed it and he walked away. It was the disciples that said, Ah, sir, what you said, he didn't expect otherwise. So gone are those days where you pray for someone to get sick. And you are now healed, sorry. And you are now checking. Hey, is my faith strong enough? Can my faith carry it? It's not your faith, man. It's his power. You will not doubt. You know, I was sitting there and I was just really talking to God and really exclaiming in tongues. And I found him say, Olumde, what is your issue? So, many are the afflictions of the righteous. But I deliver them from them all. Can you focus on me and allow me to enter them so I can deliver them? You know, as a pastor, you hear things and like, ah, many people are sick. What's happening? Am I not praying enough? It's not every time that the Lord leads you to that direction. If he wants to tell you to pray, he will not bring sickness to tell you to pray. Because he's sheep. He will not use frustration to get my attention. Because I hear wait, balance, because I hear. But some of you, you are not hearing. Some of you, you are not hearing. Do you understand me? But if you are hearing, he doesn't need to bring calamity. No. Guys, obviously, the message is done. But you see the funny thing. Every single step of the message, he talked about it. 
I was actually going to teach on, and guess what? She does not know. Should we expose ourselves? So, midday, Stephanie is like, hey, God, my pastor. Midday or midweek, we normally just ask ourselves, are you feeling something from the Lord? Is the Lord saying something to you? Now, you guys know that I've been on the road. So, we used to Jesus, I see, go and preach, go and hear from the Lord. So, she had actually told me that this week she was going to preach, you know. So, I just was studying for personal. Then on Saturday, she came and said, I'm not feeling like I say, hey, God, do God. Now, but what am I trying to say, guys? When I started to prepare, she wasn't there. I didn't ask her, give me your notes. Let me, let me copy your notes. That thing does not happen in the spirit <laughs> because it's by revelation. Do you understand? So, but that's another, let me. So the Lord took me to Peter when he was calling him. And she talked about the fish. Did you guys hear? If you did not remember, there is message after service. Collect. Then she talked about a place where she said, say yes to God. Didn't she? And the Bible said, God spoke, uh, Jesus spoke to Peter. You think you're a fisher of fish. I'm about to make you fisher of men. Follow me. He said, Yes. Are you seeing the correlation of the things of the Spirit? So, I will not belabor it. Everything she said, go and listen to it. But here is one thing I want to beg you. Don't mess with what is about to happen this week. Please put it up again. I have, honestly, I can't say anything. I don't feel the auction anymore. Everything has dropped like scale. I talk anything now. I'm on my flesh any. And God do not allow that. But I beg of you. See, we have very limited copies of this. And can I tell you guys something? And let me throw my faith on the line. I'm trusting God that on Sunday, we are not going to use this hall. And that's something very, very strong for me to say because I'm a very safe person. I'm trusting God that we'll use that hall. So I need every single person to please take it upon them to invite people for recalibrate. Trust me, the move of God that he wants to establish on the earth is far more than we know. What he wants to make happen in the lives of his children is so great. And I need every single one to be a part of it. Invite someone. You know, God is good. God is so good. Peter did not catch anything, so he left an empty boat at the seashore. Jesus was passing at the seashore. He saw the two empty boats. Peter had finished all. So this was the last that Peter was doing. Empty boat. He was washing his nets. Jesus was about to start a ministry. Was about to start a teaching session. He saw the empty boat. He knew that he had to do something to the empty boat. But he went to preach first. Guys, can I tell you something? You may have come here and you are seeing an empty account. Then Jesus has come to this service and he sees your account. And he's doing things in the room. But he knows he has an obligation to fill the account. 
just like he filled the empty boats. Did you get that? Please don't play with what God wants to do for recalibrate. Every single time God comes like this, lives never remain the same. I can tell you that for free. I beg of you, I think we have some copies at the back. We still have some copies. If you are still in doubt, use online and invite. But if you are resolute that you will drag people to church. You know, I, I like it when I hear this church is powerful. It shouldn't stay here. Check it out. More signs that Jesus did. He did outdoor. So take that power that you say you have seen. Take it away. Out there. We went evangelizing yesterday. Such a refreshing time. How many of us are here? Don't put your don't, don't let people feel bad. There's no space for condemnation. But it was such a beautiful time in God's presence. Going there and just telling people about the love of Jesus. I went to a woman and the Lord laid, me, laid it on my heart to do something for her. And she was kneeling down. Can you imagine the level of hardship she was going through? And some of you, you cannot go beyond your Peruvian hair. Like, I, I, I understood what he meant when he says we don't have a high priest. And you see, I heard this thing very clearly. He said, Olumi, the pastors that are stuck in their four walls, they seldom know the feelings of their, of their people. When I went out there, my prayer point changed. I see people tell me, guy, you give me 500. Papa, you don't know me. <sighs> you have a holy thirst for the things of God when you evangelize. So I beg of you, try it. Make it a conscious effort that I would invite somebody to church. Somebody will know God on the strength of my conversation. On the strength of my knowing that person. A little of God will spill to them. Let's rise up on our feet. The Bible says, and when they released Peter and his team, they went back and they prayed for boldness. Guys, you are going to be needing boldness for two things this week. Boldness, one, to enforce every promise God has said over you. Some of you, you have chickened out because the enemy has pressured you to thinking that God is not coming through. The boldness that you are about to pray for is going to bring those things to your remembrance and make you charge back at the devil and say, not anymore. The second boldness that God is about to release to you is boldness to deliver you from self. Now, let me explain that because you're asking boldness to deliver me from self. See, you need a kind of tenacity about God to silence your flesh because your flesh can be loud. Your flesh can be loud. So there needs to be a boldness of the things of God inside of you that when the enemy comes or your flesh starts to manipulate in such a way, you can subdue it. So I want us to pray for boldness today as we leave. That everything that is mine, 
and the enemy is robbing me off. He's lying to me. He's making me feel like as if God is not good. I keep hearing that thing. People contemplating the goodness of God and it is leading to ingratitude. It's leading. You have said it so much. You know we say that come to God as you are but God has comforted you but you are still going over to still talk about his not being good. Now it's leading to ingratitude. It's leading to do you not see the things I'm doing or is it, do you think that you can do it by yourself? Find the goodness of God in your life. Find it in your children. Find it in that work. Find it in that nasty boss. Find it. So let's raise our hands. Father Lord, this week we receive boldness. We receive boldness this week to lay hold and to confess everything that you have said concerning us. Do not allow the enemy to with our blessings. To not let the enemy to lie to us so much that we now start to believe the lies. The Bible says surely they will gather, meaning that surely the devil will speak. But the voice of God will be what we will hear. Are you listening to me? The Bible says my sheep hear my voice and the voice of a stranger, they will hearken not. I pray for you. The boldness to take the word of God and war with it. Receive today in the name of Jesus. Guys, encounters can be permanent and it can be short-lived depending on your desire. If you live today and say everything that I felt today, I will feel it continuously. And you make room every day to experience it. Can I tell you guys, you would experience it. It did not come because the AC here is different from the AC in your room. It did not come because the light here is better than the light in your room. It did not come because we have instruments. It came because your heart was willing. If you open that same heart in your closet, in your bedroom, in your corridor, he will come. I've seen how we've done service without sound, without instrument, with the clapping of our hands and the same level of power. So I can assure you, if you desire that this encounter will not leave you, it will not leave you. God, how many of you are tired of up and down Christianity? We rise today, we fall tomorrow. We rise today. It's almost like you are like that. Uh, this thing. That's not the. That's not what we are talking about. This, this is a sign of hope. Because the Bible says the path of the righteous is like a shining light. It shines brighter and brighter. Meaning that when circumstances want to draw you down, God is there to what? Lift you up. So you don't have to stay down. So I pray for everyone this week that there will be strength in your spirit man to resist the lies of the enemy. Please come on. In the name of Jesus. You see why I'm emphasizing on lies is because a lot of you, and I'm saying this, so be very careful. You are going to go through a lot of suggestive thoughts of the enemy. And you must equip yourself with the words of the Lord. Every time God is about to make a move, the biggest disqualification is the ones that we disqualify ourselves from. And the enemy suggested to her. And the enemy told her, who told you that if you eat of the fruit, you would die? God had already told them. But the enemy suggested to her. And she made a decision based on the suggestion of the enemy. The enemy did not manipulate her. He didn't, he didn't force her. So this week, there will be many things that will make you feel like, oh, oh calibrate, no calibrate. The word of God, they just hyped us. There will be many things. 
There will be many things that will make you feel like as if nothing has changed. There will be many things that makes you feel like as if because God is not showing up in your bank account, He's not showing up in every area of your life. There will be many things that will suggest those thoughts to you. But you must hold on to that word. That God, I am recalibrated. Recalibration has come upon me. So I pray for everyone here. Everyone that you have been hearing voices that you should not hear. And somehow it has narrowed your faith. It has sorry, limited your faith. I, I decree in the name of Jesus that those voices end in the name of Jesus. And from today, like the scripture said, you will hear the voice of the Lord. And the voice of the stranger you will not hearken to. I decree joy in your life. Joy in your homes. Joy in your offices. Joy in your mind. You know, there is that joy that even though things are going awire, there is a joy inside of you. The one that will, the Bible says, peace I give the way no man can give. I pray for that same joy. That you will feel a fulfillment of God. Every day you will wake up with a bursting of joy inside of you in the name of Jesus. They will not know you to sorrow in the name of Jesus. Things that cause sorrow will not come near you. So I pray for your health and the health of your family members. It is covered in the blood of Jesus. No sickness will afflict you anymore. And everyone listening to me in the online or virtually, I decree a rest over the things that trouble you. In the name of Jesus, no more shall you receive bad reports. It will be good reports in the name of Jesus. The Lord bless you. Give the Lord a big hand. We believe that you've been richly blessed by this message. We are a ministry with a mission to spread the message of hope and love. For more information, you can follow us on our social media platforms at TFOLC Hope Center on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Or you can visit our website www.tfolchopecenter.org. God bless you. Hope Center.